ladies, this is Kay, and you are listening to Reset with Kay, and this is episode one. So in the introduction, my episode zero, I had the privilege and honor of talking about myself just a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because I never, never talk about myself, ladies, It's sort of uncomfortable, really, because I'm not the type that like to pat my own back. I mean, I just it's never been a comfortable thing for me to be so exposed. And when I say exposed, I mean vulnerable, not exposed in a bad way, but vulnerable. Vulnerability can be uncomfortable at times for everybody really because that means you're sensitive to the things around you so that was a challenge but it felt so freeing and it was so awesome for me to be able to tell you exactly who I am and so now this is the part that I love because I'm such a conversationalist and I love learning more about people and giving them an opportunity to express themselves and really kind of do the very thing that I don't like to do. I don't like to do, which is to be like, hey, this is who I am. This is where I've been. This is how I've grown. This is where I need more growth or help growing, right? And so even though I know this is not a conversation per se, and I can't hear you speaking back to me, what my hope is that as I'm speaking to you, you will feel the liberty to journal, to write down some things that I'm saying, to kind of think about what I'm saying and ask yourself some questions and have a conversation with yourself tonight or today, this morning, whatever time it is that you're listening. So here's the question. Here is what I want you to write at the very top of the very first page that you come to. Wherever the notebook lands, even if there are pages before the page that you open that's written on, does not matter. It just is going to land where it's supposed to. At the very top of that page, I want you to write, who am I? Question mark. Put a question mark on that thing. Who are you? Who are you? Who? are you? See what I did there? Kind of, okay. (laughs) Just having a little fun with you, but seriously, who are you? Not who other people think you are, not who other people expect you to be, not who other people said that you were, not, you know, I can go on and on and on and on, even this. So being from the country, People love to kind of group you into your family, right? If your last name is Johnson, if your grandfather was a certain kind of way, then everybody is that way. I know I'm not the only person that knows that, right? So let's say the Johnsons can barbecue like crazy, right? Daddy can barbecue, the uncles have barbecued really well. Now here come the sons, it's another generation and they are throwing down. Now, here comes the next generation. But there's this one guy in this family 
His barbecue is okay, but it's not all that good, right? And so now he's under pressure because he's a Johnson and all of the Johnsons can barbecue. So listen, boy, you need to get it together. You're a Johnson. You're supposed to be able to not only barbecue and it tastes good, but your sauce have to be homemade and that has to taste good too. Everybody should be talking about it because you're a Johnson. Well, this Johnson really does not like to cook, right? He has no desire to cook. He would much rather be playing a guitar. He would much rather be writing music. But he's been put in this box. So because he's been put in this box, and by the way, I'm not speaking of anybody specific. I'm going somewhere with this. Because he's been put in this box, oh, his creativity is just dying. Or he's hiding who he really is to fit into the mold of who people really expect him to be based on what they said or who they said that he was. So my question again is who are you? The wife that you are, is that really you? The mom, is that really you? The daughter, the sister, the granddaughter, the niece, the aunt, the godmom. Is that really you, the friend that you're being to someone? Is that really you? Are you showing up or is this woman that everybody expects you to be showing up? Okay, so here's one of the moments where I get transparent and kind of talk about myself a little bit. So I used to be a major, major people pleaser. I'm talking major. So because I've dealt with some rejection in my past, it has always been like, let's just say someone comes, let's just say work, okay? And they come and say, you know, Kiosha, can you, by the way, that's my government name. (laughs) That's my first name, guys. They come and say, Kiosha, can you finish up this report because, you know, you're so good at it and you know, and can you do this for us? You know, we have 10 minutes to turn it in. Now, I already have a total of five minutes to turn in something else. But me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Now they leave my desk. I am stressed out. Anxiety is through the roof. I'm fumbling everywhere on these Excel spreadsheets. I am sending emails. Thankfully, I've always had someone to say, oh my goodness, you have so much on your plate. Can I help you? I don't I don't think I've ever been in a position where no one has tried to like help relieve some pressure, which is awesome. But that's not the point. I'm thankful for them. But for me, I just was like, oh yeah, sure. Gotta do it. Like, okay, yeah, no problem. But I, but that wasn't me. I would be like, yeah, I'll do it. And then when they leave, I go, oh my God, what did I just do? What in the world did I just say? Why did I say yes? I don't have the patience for this. I don't have the skill for this. Like my nerves are super bad right now. Like before anxiety was a thing, people would just say their nerves are bad, right? My nerves are so bad right now. Like I just can't. My heart is racing. My palms are literally sweating. 
uh, at the time that I was married, I'd be calling my husband or texting him. Before that, it was my mom. I'd be like, mom, oh my God, what did I decide? Like, what did I get myself into? I'm going to be here all night doing this. This is not going to work. I'm not going to have this done in 10 minutes. I was not showing up as myself. However, the kicker is I didn't know myself at the time. So that's the key, right? How can you show up as yourself if you don't know yourself? If you do know yourself, because there are people who do. I mean, they know it. Like, listen, yes, I'm a Johnson, but I don't like the barbecue. I actually like to, you know, I don't even like meat. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They don't even like meat, but they will put some meat on the grill to shut everybody else up. And in the in the meantime, they are absolutely miserable because they know themselves. They know that they think more with one side of the brain than the other. They're not as analytical, but they are definitely creative, a free-flowing creative, not one that likes to be restricted into rules or boxes or guidelines. That's me. One that just like to flow and go with how they feel. So you have those two people, right? You have the people who know themselves and the people who don't. Which one are you? Which one are you? Do you know yourself? Or do you not know yourself? Write that down. If you do, write, I know who I am. If you don't, write, I don't know who I am. And notice I said that with the same tone, because if you know who you are, great. That is amazing. If you don't know who you are, great. That is amazing. Because if you don't, you have the opportunity to find out. Are you curious? Do you really want to know? Are you willing to dig deep enough into your fears? Are you willing to pick your relationships apart? Are you willing to disappoint some folks because you won't live up to their expectations? Are you willing to be free to find out who you are? So the first word that comes to mind when you think about who you are, write it down. Not what you do. So if you're a nurse, that's awesome. But don't write down nurse. Who are you? Who? Not what? So if you're a nurse, you have to be compassionate. I mean, unless you're just in a profession because, you know, someone told you, hey, you should go to nursing school because they make really good money. I don't know personally one nurse that deal with IVs and blood and people vomiting and dying in the hospital or super sick in the doctor's office that are just in it for the money. Well, not in it for the money at all. The ones that I know are in it because they love people. They are compassionate. They are nurturing. Write that down. I am a nurturer. Right? I am a nurturer. Nurturers don't understand or acknowledge that they also need to be nurtured. That saying that you can't pour from an empty cup is so true. I don't know where that came from, but God bless them. 
because it's one of the truest thing that I'm a quote junkie. Okay. Inspirational quotes are my thing. That's my jam. So I'm always running across a quote. That's a tongue twister across a quote that speaks to me. And that's one. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Nurturers, nine times out of 10, and I'm going to speak from experience for myself and the ones that I know are empty, but they just keep pouring and they keep pouring and they keep pouring. And the reason why I say that it is harder for a nurturer than it is for someone who's not a nurturer is because you keep pouring and you keep pouring and you keep pouring and you forget how empty you are. So I would say empathic people are nurturers like crazy. Okay. Like you cannot watch someone else cry without crying. You cannot watch someone else be in pain without being in pain. It is impossible. You will feel the weight of the world over the summer. In addition to COVID-19, when George Floyd was murdered, the empaths that I know and myself were so heavy. And I'm talking about women across the board, regardless of race, regardless of class, regardless of age, we were heavy. Nurturers are the hardest to convince that they need self-care, right? So if you're a nurturer, I'm talking to you, take care of yourself. So write down who you are, not what you are, not what you do, but who you are. And you just keep writing and you just keep thinking, okay? And then you at some point down that list start to feel a sense of appreciation for those things. And if you get to things that you're not so pleased about, about who you are, like if you get really real with yourself, you will write down the not so good things too. Be honest about who you are. Let me tell you, without even knowing who you are, without even knowing what you wrote on your list, I do know that you were created for greatness. It's not defined by being someone that's famous. You don't have to have you know, 1.3 million followers on Instagram. You don't have to have, you know, 1.3 million in your bank account. I mean, the 1.3 million in bank account sounds amazing, right? But that has nothing to do with greatness. Your impact starts where you were planted. If your impact is to be in the four walls of your home, so that you change the generations after you in your family, on your family tree, you are great. If you had a mom that did not show up for you, but you show up for your kids every single morning, you refuse to give up on them. You refuse to give them away. You refuse to speak negatively into their lives where they believe that and plant the seeds of destruction in their heart. Hey, that is great. If your greatness is directly connected to your local community, even if it's in the pockets of your neighborhood, that is great. In your city, that's great. Your state, that's great. In the country, that's great. The world, that's great. You want to go to another planet, it's great. But let me tell you what is going to be your greatest 
investment and that is in you. You are great. You are great. Besides what you do, outside of what you do for others, you are great. You were created with purpose. I know you might not believe it. It took me a long time to believe that too, but it's so true. Embrace it, acknowledge it. Pat yourself on the back a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. Talking to myself as well. And when I say that, it's not bragging or being boastful. It is even if you say it to yourself in your time of reflection or prayer, when you are speaking affirmations or speaking the word, I'm great. In the mirror with your hair all over your head, in the midst of brushing your teeth, you might spit a little toothpaste out. I know that's nasty, but it happens. You are great. You have to say that. You have to believe it. Then you're going to walk that way, move that way, right? You're going to speak that way, right? And then when you're nurturing because you know you're great, great in the sense of, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be walked over. I don't deserve to be disrespected. This is not who I am. I'm not passive to my detriment. I am not to be broken. I have children. I have a mom. I have friends. I have a world, a community, a family that needs me. I need me. So who are you? What are you willing to accept? What are you willing to acknowledge? Where are you willing to grow? What are you willing to let go of? What are you willing to pick apart? Who are you willing to say bye to? based off of who you truly are. And I encourage you to seek the creator, seek God. And if you don't know, ask him, God, who am I? What is my purpose here? What is it you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Who do you want me to reach? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to move? You have no direction? Follow the one who created the direction and the plan for you because you're amazing. And you will always hear me say it because you are. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're great. You're great. You are great. Write that down. I am great. Great. That's who you are. And you keep writing. You keep studying. You keep journaling. You keep seeking. You keep pursuing peace within yourself. Until next time.